0: Hallelujah, hallelujah. It is my honor this morning to bring our evangelist to this pulpit to preach the word of the Lord to us this morning. Brother Mark Winters was with us about uh, 13 months ago as my wife and I were celebrating the day that the church surprised us uh, with a 25th wedding anniversary celebration Brother Winters was with us on that Sunday night and preached for us, and uh, since many of you have come and said, when is Brother Winters coming back? Well, he's back today, and we are so thankful to have him here from Bossier City, Louisiana, and of course, travels the world over. He's been preaching a lot here in Indiana, and uh, we have been hearing tremendous reports. We have uh, grown to appreciate him and his ministry so very much. And I want him to come this morning open his heart in the Word of the Lord. Would you make him feel real welcome, Evangelist Mark Winters, as he comes to minister today? Why don't we give that hand clap of praise to the Lord right now, shall we?
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a great and awesome God that we serve. The book of James um, makes mention that thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Amen. If demons can have an emotional response to who God is, how much more should you and I, who have been recipients of his power and mercy and grace, be able to respond to what we feel in this place? If God has been good to you, why don't you just praise him right now for all that he is, all that he's doing, and what he's going to do for you today. God, we honor you. We bless your name. You're a great and mighty God. We give you great praise today. Amen. Certainly an honor to be back at Christian Life Church and I've been looking forward to that. Amen. Love and appreciate Brother and Sister Jordan, their family, and this great church. I've been anticipating everywhere I have preached in Indiana without fail uh, when I was asked where you're going next, where you're headed. Every time I mentioned coming here, there was this excitement in everyone's voice. Oh, that's a great church. That's an awesome church. And uh, I just appreciate Amen. What I feel and what God is doing in this service and what he's going to do for us. I've come expecting God to do great things today. He's a great God. He specializes in great things. So if you have your Bible today, I'm reading from the book of Hebrews chapter 11. I fail to ask what time you normally get out, but I promise you I will be as brief as possible no matter how long that takes me. Amen. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter number 11, amen, a familiar verse of Scripture, something I've been feeling in my heart for this service. Hebrews 11 and verse number 1, the Bible says, now faith, someone say faith, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I want to read that again. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things Not seen. I want to preach today with the help of the Holy Ghost for a few moments this morning on the faith factor. Amen. The faith factor. Would you lift your hands and your voice with me right now and let's ask the Holy Ghost to have its way and anoint the service. God, I praise you. Thank you for the privilege and opportunity to be in your house. I thank you for your anointing. I thank you for your power and your spirit that's at work in this sanctuary. I pray, oh God, that you would minister in this house. That the word of God would be mixed with faith. That you would heal. That you would deliver. That you would save. God, that you would set the captive free, do great and mighty exploits that your name would be glorified, your kingdom advanced, and your people blessed today in Jesus' name. We honor you and bless you. There is no God like you. There is none beside you. You are great and greatly to be praised. Clap your hands under the Lord. Give him some praise right now. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Whenever the word faith is mentioned, there are all kinds of ideas or connotations that come to mind. Some say that faith is only a belief in supernatural power, or powers that dictate or control human destiny. Others define it as confidence in a person or a plan, or it's just an institution by which we express belief in divine power. Others would say that faith is the persuasion of the mind that a certain ideal or concept is true, but its underlying factor, its its support system, if you will, is, is trust. A thing is true, therefore it merits or is worthy of my complete trust. I'm convinced today that faith is the prime prerequisite or requirement for our experience and relationship with God. According to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, we cannot come to nor even please God without faith. But faith is not some emotional high or apex that is worked up by man's manipulation or man's design. But faith is the medium of exchange that provides you and I the opportunity opportunity or the ability to receive something from the Lord. Every good thing you have ever received or will ever receive from God will come to you as a result of your faith because God honors faith wherever he finds it. 247 times in the Word of God, you will find the root word faith. Amen. The 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews is referred to as the hall of faith. It highlights a list of notable men and women who comprehended and practiced the principles of faith. But in that very first verse, we find the most common, the most articulate or repetitive definition or explanation of faith. It says, now faith is a substance of of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the confident assurance that something you want is going to happen. Even though you cannot see it right now, it's waiting on you just ahead. Faith is an affectionate practical confidence in the testimony of God. Faith is fear that has had a good prayer meeting. It's trusting God without any terms, without any reservation. It sees the invisible, believes God for the incredible, and receives that which should have been impossible. Faith is the assurance that the thing that God has said in his word is absolutely true and that God will do and he will act according to what he has said in his word. I submit to you today that faith is the hand of man laying hold of the all. Almighty arm of God. It is earth grasping for heaven. Creation requesting divine assistance. Humanity entreating deity. Faith is grasping the unrealities of hope and pulling them into the realm of reality. Because faith goes where doubt fears to trod and brings back what unbelief could not see. Faith walks through the valley of the shadow of death and says it shall be well. It is well and brings back a resurrected Shudamite child. Faith walks into a battlefield at Gibeon and says sun stand still. Moon do not rise and brings back a victory for Israel. Faith walks into a dry wilderness and says make this valley full of ditches and brings back an abundant water supply. Faith prays on a dry parts mountain and says I hear the sound of abundance of rain. However you choose to define it. However you choose to describe it. Faith does not rest on logical proof. It does not rest on material evidence because the eyes of faith can see beyond the realm of the eyes of human nature. Amen. Amen. Faith says I have so much confidence in God and God's unlimited ability and resource and power. I can already see my problem being solved my needs being met my body being healed my family being saved my seeds of evangelism yielding harvest you may not see it yet physically but you have a written document that declares it shall come to pass oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here right now somebody help me praise the Lord in this house Hayama Faith is the title deed of the things that you hope for, the spiritual organ that enables you to envision the invisible. It demonstrates to the eye of your soul the reality of things that cannot be seen by the eye of the body. Faith is invisible. I know this could get me in trouble. This is controversial. If it does, it's been great knowing you Okay. This is the best way I know how to explain faith that I understand and perhaps most of us understand. Faith is like a calorie. Everybody knows what calories are. Faith is like a calorie. You cannot see it, but you can see its results. I feel a moving on spirit right now. Faith doesn't have eyes, yet it sees those things that haven't even occurred yet. Faith doesn't have feet, yet it steps out on nothing expecting God to put solid soil there. Faith doesn't have hands, yet it reaches into the intangible and gets a hold of a promise from God and says it's mine and I'm not going to quit praying until I see it happen. Faith doesn't have ears, yet it hears the shout of victory when you're still in the middle of the battle. Faith doesn't have a voice, but it speaks those things that are not as though they are. Hope says it will happen when I least expect it. Faith says before I leave here today, God's going to heal my body. God's going to fill me with the Holy Ghost. God's going to give me a miracle. God's going to do something great in my life. Hallelujah, I feel something miraculous in this house today. Hell, it's not based on your senses. It's not based on what you feel, but it's based on what you know. You know God cannot lie. You know God's a healer. You know God's a weight maker. You know God's a savior. I told you what faith is. Let me tell you what it's not. It's not something that you can literally carry in your wallet or in your purse. It's not something that you can put on a pedestal or display. It doesn't have a physical form. Amen. I'm not an English major. Amen. I don't remember much about school, but I do remember a couple of things my teacher taught me. She said there are two major parts of a sentence. There is the noun. It is the person, place, or thing that this entire sentence is about. And then she said there is the verb. It is the action or the state of being of the noun that is being discussed. I've simply come today to arrest someone's attention with the idea that faith is not a noun, but faith is a verb. Faith can only be witnessed when it is put into action. Faith is not something that I have. It's something that I do. Throughout the Old Testament and New Testament, every miracle story has one common thread. The faith of an individual ceased to be a noun, and it became a verb. Faith is an action based on the Word of God, taken in response to an impossible situation. And I have found that when faith becomes a verb, when faith becomes active, then anything can happen because faith is the door that opens only after you have Walk through it faith is what causes you to act. So could it be uh, if a person is not acting upon their faith that their faith is dead. Even so faith if it hath not works is dead being alone. The Bible said a man may say thou hast faith and I have works. Uh, show me thy faith without thy works. Uh, I will show thee my faith by my works. I referenced it a few moments ago. Thou believest uh, that there is one God. The devils also believe and tremble. But Wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? I don't want the same amount of faith that the devil has—that simply believes in one God but never responds to it and never acts upon it. Amen. Because faith never stands around with its hands in its pockets. Faith is not passive, but faith is aggressive. Faith works two ways. Joshua and Caleb believed that they could conquer the promised land, and they were right. The ten of the spies believed that they. They could not, and they were right. Because your faith will either move mountains uh, or your unbelief will create mountains. You can't get over, and you can't get around. You could search for years uh, for a man of God to pray a prayer of faith over you, but that prayer be of no effect because your unbelief destroys uh, the effects of that prayer. Amen. But when your action begins to correspond uh, with your belief system, Then anything can happen. When David put the stone in a sling, the action corresponded with his belief that if God can deliver the lion and the bear into my hand, he can bring this giant down. Because if you believe it, you act upon it. When the priests put their feet in the water, their action corresponded with their belief. If God can part the waters once, he can do it again. And he did, because if you believe it, You act upon it. Amen. When 120 tarried in an upper room, their action corresponded with their belief that God was about to pour out His Spirit. They were going to be filled with Holy Ghost and fire, and they were. If you believe it, you act upon it. Faith does not hope that something happens, but faith helps something happen. Faith initiates a miracle. Faith steps out and responds before God does. Oh, let's worship him right now. I feel faith in this house right now. Someone in this sanctuary, hell yeah, is about to get a miracle. Someone in this house, God's here to heal you, deliver you, and save you. All you've got to do is activate the faith that you have been given. Reach over, take your neighbor over the hand. Let's pray right now. The Holy Ghost. Lord, let our faith be loosed in this house today. Help me to act upon what I believe that you can do for me in this service. I've come here today for healing. I've come here today for a miracle. I've come here today for Holy Ghost. I've come here for divine intervention. And I'm willing to do whatever I've got to do, Lord, to receive that today. I just keep feeling, amen, just a wave of the Holy Ghost on me right now. Amen. The unction of the Spirit, God's walked into this sanctuary to work a miracle for somebody here today. Faith becomes a verb when a widow woman with just enough oil and meal for one more cake bakes it for the man of God. The result, uh, she goes back to the mill barrel and the cruise of oil, and there's always a supply. God keeps giving uh, as she keeps expecting. Amen. Faith. Becomes a verb when a man we call the friend of God stands at the foot of Moriah and tells his servants, the lad and I are going up there to worship and we will return. And the Bible said as they ascended, Isaac said, here's the wood, here's the fire. But where is the lamb? And Abraham's faith went above sea level. He said, God will provide himself a lamb. Isaac said, we don't have enough to have church with up there. Abraham said, we're going to worship what we do have and let God take care of what we don't have. Amen. And the Bible said that as he put Isaac upon that altar and took the knife in his hand, that the Spirit of the Lord, the angel of the Lord, said, Do not lay your hand upon your child. Now I know that you fear me. And he lifted up his eyes, and a ram was caught in the thicket, and he offered it in the place of his son. Could it be that the moment that Abraham's foot touched one side of Moriah, that God began to lead a ram up the other side of Moriah? And Abraham's problem, and God's provision met on the place on the mountain where Abraham was willing to worship God by faith. And while he worshipped in faith, God provided. What would you know? I know what God would do if you praised Him right now in faith for whatever it is that you need. How would you worship if God just healed your body? How would you praise Him if the the Lord just answered your prayer. How would you worship if God just moved that mountain? If the Lord just did that thing you've been wanting him to do, then why don't you by faith right now begin to praise him in advance. God's going to do for you what he did for Abraham. While you worship, the provision is going to arrive release your faith and praise him in advance Sometimes you got to do what Israel did at Jericho. you got to praise Him as though the walls are already down. Sometimes you just have to dance in advance. You've got to act like it's already done. You've got to praise Him in faith. I just feel to ask one more time, is that how you'd praise Him if God just did it for you? Somebody in this house. Has an invitation in the miraculous. The Spirit is saying, Come, but you gotta move upon your faith right now. You gotta activate your faith. I know what someone's saying, I have faith and I hope God does something. What I should be saying is, I have faith, so I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna do something that heaven can't overlook. I'm gonna do something God can't ignore. If it takes stepping into the aisle, if it takes leaping, if it takes running or crying. Whatever I've got to do, I'm going to activate my faith right now. Come on, it's your action that's going to invoke heaven's activity. There is so much that God wants to do that cannot be seen until you begin to do it. Come on, your faith must do more than move God. It must move you. Let's pray again right now in the Holy Ghost. Release your faith right now, sir. Release your faith right now, ma'am. God's waiting on you. I'm trying to hurry. Hallelujah. But I remember the story of Hudson, famous uh, missionary Hudson Taylor, in his room on the ship, his maiden voyage to China, when the captain of the ship interrupted him and said, Sir, we need your help. And he said, Sir, well, what do you want me to do? He said, We understand, uh, Mr. Hudson, that you believe in God. He said, I do. He said, We are drifting toward an island that we fear and feel the people there are cannibals. We're concerned about our safety and the safety of everyone on this ship. We want you to pray for when that we can redirect this ship. He said, I'll pray for when, but first you must raise the sail." He said, sir, you don't understand. There's not even a breeze blowing. He said, I will not pray unless you raise the sail. Convinced, he was a man of his word. The captain ordered the sail to be raised. Forty-five minutes later, he returned to that stateroom to find Hudson Taylor on his knees. And he said, sir, you can quit praying now because we have more wind than we know what to do with. I just feel in the spirit that the spirit of God is saying to somebody, if you'll just raise the sail. I'll send the wind, the wind of healing, the wind of provision, the wind of miraculous outpouring, the wind of Holy Ghost. But you got to raise the sail. You got to activate your faith. I'll send my healing. I'll send my deliverance. I'll send my provision. Here behind Come on, let's it raise the sail. How'd I do that? I begin to worship him. I begin to praise him right now. you, someone else. I've got more notes, but somebody else right now. The Spirit of the Lord is waiting on you. You're saying, well, I don't know if I have any faith. The very fact that you showed up for church tells me you have faith. Amen. If you didn't believe, you could receive the Holy Ghost. If you didn't believe you could be healed, you would not have come to church. But the same faith that brought you to the church will bring you into the treasure house of the King. That same faith. Amen. Men will bring a miracle in your life right now. It could be the only thing standing between you and your miracle is your action right now. Why don't you go ahead and activate your faith. Hallelujah. You want God to heal you? Activate your faith. Is there any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing with oil, in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. He's waiting on your response right now. You want the Holy Ghost Activate your faith. All you got to do is slip out of your seat. Amen. Lift your hands right now and begin repenting. Amen. God will forgive you. And while you worship, the Holy Ghost will fall on you right now. If I were you and needed a miracle in my body, a miracle in my home, a miracle in my family, I'd step out of my seat right now and activate my faith. Somebody in this house needs divine intervention right now. come on in the name of Jesus you don't have to come up with a power all you got to do is come up with a little action amen if you knew that stepping out of your seat and walking to this altar and lifting your hands would be all it would take to get God to respond amen why not do it why not praise him why not raise the sail? there's healing in this house right now That's it, just keep coming. The Holy Ghost is here to do a work right now in the name of Jesus. The ministry of this church is moving through this altar right now. We're to pray with you and for you. Amen. God's going to heal you. God's going to intervene for you right now. Hallelujah. He's just waiting on you to exercise your faith. That's it. Be used of God. There's people all around this sanctuary in the pews that are praying right now that need divine intervention. Hallelujah. Just be used of God. Be sensitive to the Holy Ghost right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, don't stop. Don't stop short. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you right now. Sunday, Yabahai. Sunday,